Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. We have a special announcement in today's podcast, so please make sure you stick around to find out what it is. Or if you're impatient, you can just skip to minute 15 and you'll find out there as well. In today's episode, we're going back to the basics again and bringing you an overview of the four fundamental concepts of Corporate Treasury. Expect to get a quick refresher or intro into cash management, corporate finance, risk management and banking partnerships as defined by Guillaume as the core pillars of corporate treasury. As always, please rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. It's one of the ways podcasts get popular, as well as word of mouth. So if you know a friend who would benefit from learning the fundamentals of corporate treasury, then send them this episode and maybe you'll open their mind to such an exciting field. And with that, on with the episode. Guillaume, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a long time since it's just been the two of us. Very true. What a pleasure, Usam. We've had so many cool guests recently. Very much indeed. Daniel, a lot. Mike. Yes. A lot. Indeed. As well. Uh, we've got some more cool guests coming up later this week as well. It's only the beginning. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. It is indeed. Um, but we wanted to go back to a bit to the fundamentals here. Right, Absolutely. So we've covered a lot of topics in corporate treasury. We've gone all the way from what is corporate treasury through to... Uh, inflation, hedging, trade finance, etc. A lot, indeed. Um, we thought it would be a good idea to go back to the summary of all these topics again mm-hmm. and focus again on the four fundamentals of corporate treasury. Absolutely. Right, which is our branded version of um, what we believe corporate treasury really comes down to. Exactly. Right? So, for our listeners today, can we just get a summary of what are those four fundamentals mm-hmm. um, and an overview of each, just yep. so that we ground ourselves again in the basics? Absolutely. So that's part of the first episode we released, but it did. It's always good to have a, a small reminder, a refresher. So the four fundamentals, according to Hussam and Guillaume, uh, are first one, cash management. The second one, corporate finance. The third one is risk management. One of the very interesting topics. The fourth is, last but not least, bank partnerships management. Which one would you like to start with, Hussam? Let's we'll start at the start. That cash sounds, management. That sounds great. So what is cash management again? So cash management includes a lot of things. In a business, you obviously receive money and you get money out, right? You get receive money from your clients most of the time and you pay your suppliers, employees, taxes. Nobody can escape them and so on. So cash management begins with optimizing and making sure you receive your money from your clients on time and organizing how the money gets out as well. So how do you pay your suppliers, when, and so on. This is really the two first most important part of cash management. Once those are properly set up, um, you have other aspects of cash management that are important to treat as a corporate treasurer. First one is what happens when you are short on cash, meaning um, you have a lot of expenses before you actually get the money in from your client. This typically happens in the wholesaling business, right? So you need to fund or finance your activity, and this is part of the cash management. There is also the other way around, when you have a lot of cash, when you have excess of cash, then what do you do? Because you don't want your cash to sit on a bank account, so you need to optimize the return on it invested. This is part of the cash management area as well. Another important part is cash flow forecasting. The things we just covered needs to be included into cash flow forecasting. When you run a business, you want to see at yeah 
one week, one month, three months period of time, what's coming in, what is potentially going out, and what you will need to do in terms of cash management. Will you need to invest your money because you have too much? Will you need to fund your activity because you have too little? And this is cash flow forecasting. Last but not least, into cash management, we have liquidity management. And this is, in short, making sure you comply with your financial obligation on time. And in order to do so, you need to have the agreed upon amount of cash to get out, right? Your supplier expects you to pay them on a certain time. You need to make sure you have the liquidity, the liquidity of cash in order to do so. In corporate treasury, you're really looking at the live balance that you have in terms of cash, right? So even if you know in the month you're going to make, I don't know, let's say $5,000 of profit, of, of revenue, right, coming in, and your expenses are 2000 for that month, then net to an accountant, you're good, right? But... Uh, to a corporate treasurer, you need to look at the next level of details that, hey, I'm actually going to have to pay that 2000 at the start of the month and I only get paid the 5000 at the end of the month. So I don't have that 2000 yet because I get paid later. So that's where cash management comes in, I guess, to say, hey, look, this is coming earlier than uh, when I get the money in. I don't have the cash available right now to pay the 2000 but I will in a few weeks. How do I manage that offset? And that's if you're uh, your cash management is negative, right? You're 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 in a bad position, or ideally you're the other way around, where you have the five thousand coming at the start of the month, you're paying your bills at the end of the month, and then you're good because you have the cash from the five thousand. That that's how it works, right? Very good. So move on to uh, the next one. So corporate finance, Guillaume, take us through that. We're going very quickly here. Explain to us corporate finance. Corporate finance is highly linked to cash management. So. The most important points, and we discuss them on the podcast, are funding and investment. This is part of corporate finance. We just discussed, okay, when you're short on cash, you need to find a source of cash for a moment to fund your activity and then repay it once your clients have paid you. But so what does it mean, funding? Like, how much do you need? When? Do you need it short-term, mid-term, long-term? Short-term being less than a, less than a year and often like a few weeks or a few months. Midterm is more like a couple of months, six months and so forth. And long term is really, okay, I need to fund my activity for more than a year. So that's one of the important metrics. Then you look at, okay, what type of instrument do I want to fund myself with? Do I want to issue debt? Um, sorry, do I want to issue equity? Do I want to borrow money? So have a debt instrument. What type of risk am I willing to take with my funding? Should I borrow a lot? in order to fund all the projects I want to finance, or should I just borrow the vital, most important ones? Um, and of course, what type of maturity, what cost of debt I want to, uh, what cost of funding I want to have, and so on. Now, when it comes to investments, we ask ourselves exactly the same questions, but the other way around. I have a lot of money, I want to invest it, but as we talked about, I need to foresee and forecast my cash flows in the future. So I may need part of this cash that is right now available, that's, but that will not be anymore in two weeks or that I will need in two weeks. So what type of maturity am I looking at? What type of investment do I want to make? What type of risk do I want to take? And actually in corporate treasury, what matters when you look at investments are threefold. And in that precise order, you first look at the risk. You really want to minimize the risk you're taking when you invest the money of the company. The second one is the liquidity. You really need to be careful about how long, for how long you invest, for what period of time. 
And the last one, of course, is the yield, how much you will get in return of your investment. And this is most of corporate finance. The final aspect is trade finance. This is also part of the corporate finance. This is more of a category when you want to enable international trade and doing business with third parties you don't know much about. Meaning companies that you basically do not trust and you cannot trust because you just never did business with them. So you involve a bank or a financial institution to guarantee part of the deal and the business you're making with those companies in exchange of a fee, of course. So corporate finance is all about when you have the cash or you don't have the cash, how do you get it or what do you do with it, right? Exactly. So cash management was more understanding what your cash situation is and managing it, but then once you have the cash, what do you do with it, right? You invest it, mid, short, long-term, taking into account what we talked about in our episode uh, on corporate finance at the start of our podcast series, which was um, you're looking at uh, security, uh, liquidity, and yield, exactly. right? Yeah. Uh, so that's what you're looking at when it comes to investing your cash, but also funding cash. So if in the situation where your treasury negative, your mm-hmm. cash management is negative, um, you need to bridge the gap. And you need funding to do that. Yeah. Right. Or it's a long-term investment, like you need to build a factory or something. Then you need a lot of capital up front, which hopefully you'll make back over the long term, but you need to still fund it somehow. So that's corporate finance. Spot on. And trade finance, great episode with Ellen Lawyers that we did. Absolutely. Um, definitely worth checking out as well. Yeah. Uh, it'll be in the show notes. First guest of the podcast. She was indeed. Um, so that was really well explained there as well. But indeed, it's the, it's the enabling of that trade, right? Yeah. With, Letters of credit and banks helping guarantee exactly. uh, purchases, etc. Awesome. Moving on quickly. Risk management. Risk management. So this is one of the most successful episodes we had on our podcast so far. Hussam, risk management. Apparently, people are interested in <laughs> risk management, and we can understand it's a fascinating topic. So we tell risk management. We mean, of course, financial risk management, right? Here again, we have different risk, uh, financial risk we are exposed to when we look at finance and international and financial markets. The main ones we look at when we talk about corporate treasury are interest rates risk management, foreign exchange risk management, and another one is counterparty risk management with something that our um, listeners may have heard already with the rating agencies. Starting with the interest risk management. So when you fund or finance project of your business, of your company, obviously you borrow money. And this borrowing has a cost, right? This cost is based on the interest rates. And when this cost of money goes up, which is typically the case right now, we are recording this episode on the 8th or 9th of October 2022, and interest rates are skyrocketing. They're really going up a lot in order to fight against inflation. That's something we covered in one of our episodes. Point being, if money goes up, if the cost of money goes up, sorry, that may have a high impact on the profitability of the projects. And it may even be jeopardized. Like if you would have known the project would have cost so much money, you may have not started it in the first place. So interest rates risk management is making sure, okay, how much does the money cost? And how do I make sure that this cost of money doesn't skyrocket? The second one is foreign exchange risk management. This is something you want to look at when you do business with a company that uses a different currency than you, and typically when you will receive money from them. So when you sign a contract with a client in the United States, for instance, and you're Hussam's company and you operate in Europe because you're based in Europe, you take the risk 
when you sign the contract with them, but you will receive the money only after a certain period of time, that the value of the currency you will receive decreases against the one you are operating in. Meaning, the money that you are supposed to receive at the moment you sign the contract is worth less at the moment you actually receive it. Or more. Or more, indeed. But you want to prevent yourself from the risk of it decreases. And you don't want to take the risk of gambling um, this or taking this bet. But it's indeed one of the potential scenarios. And in order to do that, you need to take care of your foreign exchange risk management. There are different tools you can use in order to prevent uh, yourself against that. The last one is counterparty risk. Here, we are more looking at the link with corporate finance. When you look at financing or funding, you obviously have a relationship with a third party, right? Either a bank, other client, and so on. And there is always the risk that the counterparty you're doing business with doesn't repay you, or not completely, or that it goes bankrupt, and all of a sudden, you have all this money pending that you will never receive. And in order to prevent yourself against that, you need that you need to look at the counterparty you're doing business with. This is the counterparty risk management. So, simplifying that, yes, there's three types, right? So you've got interest rates risks and exchange rate risk and counterparty risk. Exactly. These are all risks that you need to manage in your business dealings, right? Mm-hmm. So, interest rates risk is that interest rates change depending on the economy. And uh, those are set by the central banks. And we have a very good episode explaining exactly how they're set. Yeah. Um, but interest rates move. So, if you took out a loan uh, thinking that it would be 2% interest over the next 10 years, but then due to external events, the central bank raises it to 10%, then all of a sudden it's very expensive that loan to you. And maybe from the start you wouldn't have taken that loan. So, then you need to do something called hedging to offset that. Yes. Right? Exactly. Same thing for foreign exchange risk. If you're doing business outside of your country, then maybe the exchange rates change by the time you get paid mm-hmm. based off what you thought it would be. And yes. you could make less money out of it because one of the currencies devaluated in the meantime. And again, you need to hedge against that. And then counterparty risk, right? Someone in the middle of the bank that you used to do all your trade finance goes corrupt or bankrupt or something like this, then also you're, you're in a tough position. Exactly. Awesome. And then all the tools for that is what hedging is all about, right? Absolutely. Also one of yeah. the very popular episodes that we've had Indeed. in the past. Last one, Guillaume, bank partnerships. Take us quickly through what bank partnerships are all about. Absolutely. So everything we just talked about, cash management, corporate finance, risk management, in all those topics, banks are the main partner of it. Let's take cash, for instance. You know, just the simple fact of receiving cash, you need a bank account for that in most of the countries of this world. So bank accounts obviously mean banks. Um, And to cash forecast, to do cash forecasting, you actually need to receive what we call a bank statement that's states how much money you have on the bank account and what were the different movements of the day and what will it be in the future potentially. If we take funding, again, credit lines provided by the banks, overdrafts are one of the main instruments you would use for short-term funding. When you look at investments, banks, among other, are the financial institutions that are allowed to trade on the financial markets and to issue those investment instruments. So you need to pass by them in order to invest your money most of the time. Last but not least, financial risk management. Bank is the one able to provide you with the financial instrument to cope with that and to do hedges. Hedging pass by derivatives and derivatives are managed by the banks. Because of all that, you need to manage 
the bank partners of your company, of your group, very thoroughly. And this is why we made it one of the main fundamentals, of the four fundamentals, actually, of corporate treasury by Hussam and Guillaume. Awesome. So basically, all the other uh, fundamental topics mm -hmm. are enabled by banks. And Indeed. banks are people at the end of the day. So having a good relationship with those people and having a good partnership exactly. is fundamental to enabling your corporate treasury activities. Spot on. Very clear. You know, that was super cool. So very fast overview of all of the fundamentals of corporate treasury. Mm -hmm. um, if our listeners want to get more details on that, see examples, see how they can understand it better, maybe have something as a tool, mm -hmm. uh, where can they go? So there are two options here. Obviously, we had full, very descriptive, in details, friendly conversationals episodes about that. Those are the first ones we published on the podcast, actually. But there is a second option. We just wrote an ebook, actually. Um, we wanted a paper, or more to say, digital format, um, on the ABCs of corporate treasury. And we just thought, okay, let's write an ebook. In this ebook, you will learn everything there is to know on the basics of corporate treasury. Um, it covers and is. Yeah, it covers everything and is an introduction to the amazing world of corporate treasury, actually. And the, and the amazing thing about it is it's it's super easily understandable, right? Absolutely. I think one of the things that we really put into effort into was making sure that there's as little jargon in there as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so typically if you look up definitions, for example, in Investopedia, you might get a little bit more of a, you know, you have to go find another word, which is in the description and then find another word and you go down this rabbit hole of, not understanding things, right? So mm -hmm. it's super written in layman's English, simple English, um, so that it's very clear. Uh, and it's you know it got definitions, it's got a glossary, you can find out what these things mean in corporate treasury. Uh, and it's 44 pages long. Absolutely. So meaty piece. But what I also really like, it, <laughs> what I also really like it about it is uh, all the examples you have yeah. in there, Guillaume. So yeah. everything's explained in a very clear way with examples and references to the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it really becomes like an almanac, like an encyclopedia of corporate treasury almost. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and we wanted to keep the light tone that we have throughout our podcast episode and that's also our signature, right? We really wanted to have this book about corporate treasury made by Hussam and Guillaume. Um, and yeah, we're quite happy about it. So best part, it's free. And that's probably one of the most important in it. 44 pages of, I was going to say pure knowledge. Well, our knowledge, but I think on the basis of corporate treasury, it's well established now. Mm -hmm. It's completely for free indeed. So where can we get it? So obviously we're going to put the link in the show notes. What have, so what our listeners have to do just to get it is to click on the link. Uh, they will just have to put their email address so we can actually send you the ebook via email. So just populate your email address, your name and the book is yours so just go for it we made it 44 pages long which is it's not small um so there is two ways of looking at it you can it's digestible enough to go through it in one go of course absolutely you just take one or two hours and you go through the whole book or you could cherry pick whatever interests you mm. we covered the four fundamentals that we just discussed about but we also kept some surprises for the people who are going to download the ebook we really hope you appreciate it. Well, we're quite happy about it. Yes. So just go on the link, download the ebook, go and read whatever you want, the whole Shabbat if you'd like, um, some key topics to your eyes if you'd like, whatever it fits for you. No. And just a hint, you know, there's a there's a special episode inside the ebook Absolutely. as well, only for the people that download it. So In episode this? which is not published anywhere else. Yeah. Um, 
going over some some really interesting topics. So that's super cool. Absolutely. And you'll find out when you download it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, Sam. Download the ebook, everyone. It's in the show notes below. Also, yep. if you see it on our Instagram, our LinkedIn, go follow us uh, on Instagram at Corporate Treasury 101. Yeah. Uh, and if you want, send us an email at treasurypodcast at gmail.com. Sounds like perfect. And that's it. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Sam.